Thanks for tuning in to You Are the Magic Pill. Do you often wish that you could just pop a magic pill that would change your life instantly, giving you everything that your heart desires? The truth is, you don't need one. Because get this, you are the magic pill. I'm your host, Victoria, and during this podcast, I will be giving you a dose of my truth by keeping it real with inspiring stories and wisdom. My mission is to show you how to fall in love with yourself so that you can discover your own truth. If you're ready to realize that you are the magic pill, then come on a heroic journey with me to remember who you truly are to activate that power found within. Hi, and welcome back to You Are the Magic Pill. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. I'm excited because I have a friend on with me, and I actually met her in a Vetiligo group that I belong to. Her name is Danielle Wheeler, and she's going to share with you a little bit about her journey with the Vetiligo, but also be able to make it relatable to anybody that struggles with confidence or self-esteem or anything like that, or has any issues concerning them that we're going to share our stories a little bit more. And we're going to have a great conversation about that. But I'm excited because she has a book that she got inspired to write called I've Got Spots. So I also want her to share about that. So thank you so much, Danielle, for being with me today. I'm excited for you to share your journey. So you can just start off by telling me a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your book, I've Got Spots. Okay. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me on. Such, you know, an honor. So glad that you reached out. I'll first say that I've met so many wonderful people in this community and it never like, it just keep meeting wonderful people and you're definitely one of them. So I appreciate you having me on and reaching out. So my spots, I lovingly refer to my vitiligo as my spots. I started getting them roughly seven years ago right before my, at the time, my boyfriend, now husband, before we moved to New York. And it just started with like one spot under my arm. I thought like, maybe I like cut myself shaving and this is like a weird scar. Like, okay, like nothing, nothing really to worry about. And then as the months went on, it was like growing a little bit bigger. I was like, that's interesting. And then I saw some spots on my hand and then like, did I get chemicals on my hand? Did I like use something weird cleaning? Like, did I mix two products I shouldn't? Like, you know, all the, all the things go through your head. And then funny enough, at the time I was working for babysitting for a dermatologist and I was like, Hey, look at this. Like, is this like, I, of course, WebMD did, which you should never like, don't touch WebMD. That scares you to death. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my gosh, what? Like everything makes you feel like you're going to die. So like, don't don't look at it. She was like, I was like, I think I might have this condition. I called vitiligo. And she was like, she looked at it and she's like, yeah, you do. And so that was like the first time, you know, and like, again, this is like in her living room. She's looking at my hands, like very casually. And she's like, look, if you want me to bring you some topical stuff from work, you know, I can bring you some stuff if you want to try it. And I was like, yeah. Okay. And at that point, like it was literally just a couple of spots again, like the armpit and on my hands and we're about to move. And so I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. And I'm not like a medicine person. I don't even like taking ibuprofen. So like putting like goops and creams on my skin, it's not me. I hate doing it. So I was doing that for a while and I was just getting really frustrated and really like down. And it was just like, really like almost the act of like putting the cream on to like, quote unquote, fix it was like really depressing. Um, and so then like, I, I pretty much stopped doing that like pretty early on. 
when I started getting it, there wasn't, I feel like, again, like this was seven, seven-ish years ago, the material I was finding, there wasn't really anything about like loving it, embracing it. It was just like, you can use this cream, you can use this makeup and cover it up. You could try light therapy, you could do these things. And, and I'm like, okay, but like, where's the message about like, loving it and embracing it and like looking at like how unique I am. I was like, where's that message? I just like felt like I wasn't finding it anywhere. And I was like, I'm grew up in Mississippi from a, like, you know, a small town. And I didn't have this as a kid, but I was just like, man, I can't imagine what it would be like. And again, nanny, lots of kids. I was like, I can't imagine what it would be like as a kid going through this. Like I know how hard it is right now with me as an adult and like watching my skin change. And like moving to a new city and like meeting all these people. And now I'm like, Danielle with spots and that's all they know. And like, you know, but being a kid and having it, I was like, I just can't imagine. And so that's when I was like, I should write a book about this. Yeah. Because like what you said, I mean, I've had it since a child and it just, and mine didn't like spread as quickly as yours because I've had, at first I, I, we thought that it was like for me falling down, skinning my knees far, but then it like from elementary school and then it kind of like grew. And now as an adult, it's really taken over like my feet and my knees and on my wrists. When it got on my hands is when it really affected me. And so I'm sure like your spread, but like what you're talking about, it's like, I used to call it, I call it my spots too. I love yeah. That. I was like, I always said, I, I basically said I've got spots. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's a great title. I love it. But definitely there's not much awareness about it. And so there's starting to be a little bit more. So I'm glad that you are helping, especially children, because there are a lot more children, I feel like, that have it today than when I would when I had it. I hear about it more often. So that's a great time for you to do that. And you got inspired to do it. So I'm glad to hear that you went within, you heard that inner voice and you took action to help others. And that's what we're here to do. So you can share more about it, but I just wanted to comment on that and just say that. No, I love that. Yeah. I didn't know that you started when you were a kid too, like early on and then slowly spread. And it's, it's interesting. Like some folks, like they can get it too. They can get it at 60, like, and it can start with one spot and it never moves and it stays the same for years or it like rapidly like spreads. And it's crazy. Like it's vitiligo awareness month. And I've been like going back through like photos and it's crazy to see photos of myself, even like six years ago, even from last year my patterns have changed so much, even like in a year. And then I think is what's interesting is like, then the, like the part with no pigment, then we'll start getting pigment in it. I feel like when I get in the sun, which is interesting, like little, so I'll have dark spots, like of like melanin within my white spots. So I've got spots on spots. Uh, I have that too. I have that too. They're like little polka dots or something. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm like, so um, no, when I, on my hands, definitely. Yeah. That was probably one of the first places really. I think the, one of my major freakouts was when I got it on my face. I was like, not my face, not my face, not my face. And then I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right. That one, that one uh, took, took a minute to get over and to really like become comfortable with. Yeah. And I just wanted to, I have to, I did not say this, that you are so beautiful And yeah, I love your little dimples. I mean, they're just so cute, but it is a thing about the face. The hands are a big deal, but the face, I've heard this before from people is that 
they're like, you know, well, at least you don't have it on your face. And I'm like thinking, they don't know. I'm like thinking to myself, well, you know, there's no guarantee on that. So what if I did have it on my face? You know, then what would you say to me? Like, I don't, I don't really. That's what people say. I've actually had people say that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. So, but when I'm looking at you and it's on your face, you look beautiful. Like I've seen, and, and the people in our group, they look beautiful. I don't even think anything of it, but because we have awareness about it, right? It's about the key, like what you're talking about, awareness of it. So we don't really look at it like that now because we see the person and we see the skin and it's just all beautiful. Like we're all beautiful in our own little ways. We are, I love it. And, well, and everybody's pattern is like, so even if you have it, your patterns are so different from everybody else's. Everybody else's obviously skin tones are different. So then they're like, their spots show up differently. And I just, yeah, I think it's, I love like seeing the artistic photos that people do with it. I just, it's really, it's stunning. Yeah. And I love that, that more folks are being, are in like at, like, I mean, obviously Winnie Harlow, gorgeous, like, and she's definitely like done such a great job of raising awareness, but then there's these other folks that are jumping out and like, you know, getting like put in like print work and on commercials. And it's just like, that's amazing because every time you like, you keep seeing those people, like if you put them in the spotlight, you have a chance to like have a conversation about it. And then also then you're like glorifying it and be like, oh my God, that's gorgeous. Like, look at that. And instead of the other like negative, like, oh, let's cover it up and let's do this. And like putting it in such a positive light. So I'm really, yeah, I've loved what I've seen over the past couple of years. It's it's very exciting. I like that. Yeah, I like that because one thing you said, you know, about the reason why you wrote the book is to bring awareness, you know, especially even for kids, because you know, when I was a child, there wasn't anything like that. So I thought, you know, there's something really wrong with me. And so it definitely made me even more insecure. But now that you have such a cute book out there to explain it, then, you know, even children that don't have vitiligo, just parents buying that book to allow, you know, to to be able to bring awareness to their child so that they, when they encounter another friend or another child that has it, they're not like, questioning what it is and making that child feel more insecure or uncomfortable. So that's really beautiful that you have such a a wonderful story and a book to be able to help children know that it's just another, you know, it's just another way our skin can look. Well, and I know, I mean, again, for me, it's like, you know, and for anybody, I feel like that, that first gets it and probably with any like skin condition or any condition that you have, right? like, Like the first part is the scariest part. Like, you don't know what it is. You don't know what's going on, especially with vitiligo. There's like, there's not a lot of research. There's not like 1% of the population has it. Like there's not a ton of good information out there. And so then when, what you find can feel really scary. And when it's happening to you, it can feel scary. And so, yeah, I just wanted a way for kids to be like, you know, it, and if you feel confident and you like, you know, you can't control where it shows up, but you can control how you feel about it. I think that that's really important. And yes, and the other kids knowing what it is. So they're just like, oh yeah, it's vitiligo. Tommy's got vitiligo. Oh yeah, he's got spots. Okay. And, but they've seen it before and it's not like this, like, oh, what is that? And, you know, you can ask about it in like a kinder way and to teach them like how to have that conversation. And yes, I talk about animals. So I love animals, have always loved animals. And I talk about animals in my book and how animals have spots. So many different animals have spots and they don't look at their skin and wonder why they have spots. 
they just do and they love them. And we love the animals that have spots. Like they all look beautiful and unique and different and they're so cool. And it's like, so why can't we like then look at ourselves like that? Um, yeah, I love that. That's so true. I mean, like we don't think anything about it because we were taught that that's just the way animals look. So yeah. if we were just taught that all humans don't look as one image, you know, we're all kinds of images and we're all different shapes and sizes with different skin types and different hair types and just different personalities, all of that, then, you know, yeah, then we wouldn't be so judgmental and like critical. And then we wouldn't be so critical to ourselves either because we would just be like, oh, that's just, that's how I was made. This is how you were made. And so this is my my gift to give the world and this, you know, in this wrapping and that's perfect. And I've got, you know, there's a place for it and you're supposed to be exactly who you're supposed to be. Is that ultimately like part of your message in it is that you are just born who you are to be? It's really, it's coming to terms with it. So it's like the the little girl. So it's based off, it's basically looks like me. <laughs> it's based off of me and all the things in it are definitely hundred percent me. If it was me, but I was like a kid getting it for the first time and just coming to terms and coming to love it and kind of that emotional journey. Yeah. So that's, and then, yeah, just thinking of it as a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So tell me this, like, how do you think, or what do you think the magic go within you? Like, what do you think that helped you overcome it? Like I have shared a little bit about my story on a episode not too long ago, but I, I didn't really touch on like exactly how I overcame it just yet. But like, how do you feel like you were able to embrace it now and love all of you just the way that you are? Like what helped you to get there? That is a good question. I think it was honestly, well, I guess two parts. So it was honestly kids. There was, I remember vividly like living in New York at the time, sitting on a playground and a little girl comes up to me and she starts basically playing the cloud game with my skin. She's like, I love your skin. She's like, and this looks like a flower. And this looks like this and starts doing that to my skin. And I'm just like, I mean, almost like bawling. And she's like, this is so sweet. Like she just made me feel like this beautiful work of art and like, you know, like seeing myself through this like child's eyes. And I, you know, I don't have kids, but I was like, well, what if I had like a daughter? I'm like, how would I want her to feel about her like skin and how would, if she had vitiligo, like, how would I want her to see herself? And I was like, Danielle, you got to like, start giving yourself that message. Cause you know, the message you would teach a child, you know, what you would like tell a kid and you like, you need to tell yourself that message because that's the message that needs to be out there. And so I, I like, it's funny, like, yeah, that little kids looking at it and thinking that it was cool. And yeah, just thinking about like, okay, if I do have kids, what would I teach them? And that really kind of shifted some things for me. And I'm not to say that like every day is a magical butterfly day and I don't, you know, feel feel down or like, you know, I mean, my my hair is turning white now. So that that's a new fun thing. I have like straight up a streak in the back of my hair that like kind of looks like I have an X-Men thing going on. But, you know, so there are definitely things that still, I think even now, like, well, you know, kind of be like, ah, and then I'm like, Hey, you're still awesome. <laughs> it's fine. You're beautiful. There's a little, it's fine that it's changing. It's fine that it's doing this. It's like, you're healthy. Okay. So we're good. And just really like focusing instead of like, quote unquote, fixing it, just being like, okay, 
Am I mentally, physically, spiritually healthy? Let's focus on those things. Yeah. And spreading a message of like awareness and love and self-love. And and I mean, that message, as much as I like shout it, right? And like I'm saying it, it's the message that I need to constantly remind myself of too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but how, how, like, what was your moment of like, of being like, okay, I'm all right with this. And this is, you know, I think it was just a process. And I did share a little bit of that story on another episode, but I think it's just a process and of like what you're saying. But I just, I do think that that just, if, just like, realizing that I am beautiful in so many other areas and that that's just, you know, the way I am and that it can be beautiful too. Like that little girl, how she looked at you that brought tears to my eyes. Cause it's so <laughs> sweet. It's so really good. sweet story. Yeah. And they have that, you know, innocence about them and they're just seeing, they're seeing you, you know, with innocent eyes and not judgment and things like that. And just out of curiosity, you know, and she found it to be magical and beautiful. And that was, that's really sweet. And, you know, we all had eyes and, you know, like a child and faith, like a child and the innocence of a child, then, you know, the imagination of a child, all those things are super important to go back to that childlike innocence. Yeah. I just love that. That's really beautiful. And just, it brought something to my mind that now I can't remember what it was, but your story definitely is good. And it's just, it is in all areas of people's lives. It's not just the vitiligo, like we're relating it to vitiligo because it is what we are struggling with. But then there's other people that have other things about themselves that they struggle with, but they can shift it like you did, like I did and find the good in themselves and realize that they are beautiful. Yeah. Now I like to say your spots, like, you know, you should love your spots, whatever, like your spots, whatever they are whatever they may be, uh, not, not yet. Yeah, your spots don't have to be vitiligo. Your spots can be something else. There's all sorts of things, your spots that make you feel different, but just love them. Yeah. And I think that you and I talked about this before on another conversation about how we do embrace it. We do love, we are able to love ourselves now and have overcome it, but we do also believe that we have that power within us when the time is right, when we're ready. And we, we really are mentally and visually thinking about it and like feeling it and believing it and ready to, that we could actually heal our bodies, like the placebo effect, you know, yeah, no. I truly believe that that's possible. You know, when it's the right time, I don't mind it right now. And I'm just kind of embracing it like you are and just just being me and letting other people know it's okay for them to be themselves with however they need to be or however they can be. Oh, you know, I absolutely, I mean, I think there's so much in positive thought, positive affirmations. I mean, because if you're looking at it, to me, I believe that stress is a, not only a trigger for it, but something that can help like make it spread. And so to me, like, you know, in this past year, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of folks in our community, you know, with the year that we've had have seen there's, spots, you know, spreading just under the amount of stress. But if you can, yeah, just kind of learn to like rewire your brain and also just like, well, the biggest, I will back up. I'll say the biggest side effect of vitiligo is depression. And I think that that is from society, right? So if I think that if we can rewire how society looks at it and instead of, because there are still some nasty negative things out there, I'm not going to say everything's like positive out there, you know, the comments I'm sure that you've heard over the years and I've heard over the years are some of them are real, real nasty. But if we can shift that collective perspective, then you're shifting it like, well, you're shifting it obviously for everybody, 
but then then somebody's not going to look at themselves and never feel bad. And then that cuts off the depression, which then could like make it worse. Like, so I just feel like it's this whole cycle. So that's why to me, awareness is like such a huge part of it because there are things we can't control, but it's, if we can control the messaging to other people around it, what we tell ourselves, then you gain some of that control back. To me, I know, again, everybody's at whatever point in their journey. And I'm not going to say like, I never wear makeup because, you know, I do. I, but when I wear makeup, I'm not trying to cover my spots. I'm trying to cover my acne breakouts um, or the dark circles under my eyes. But still, even that, trying really hard in the last couple of years to even just like let some of that, some of that stuff go. And I'm like, yeah, I look tired. Okay. Yeah. I had a breakout. You know, it happens. Like it doesn't always have to be covered up because that's just not real. And that's just, that's part of it. It sometimes doesn't look the way, you know, sometimes breakouts happen. So really trying to, yeah, show it, show it off more. I like haven't worn makeup almost at work in in a year. So what right now with masks, you can barely, you can only see half my face, but I'm like trying to show it off, which I think is again, like a funny shift from like when you first get it or, you know, when I first had it to now, it's like, Ooh, what's going to accentuate my, like my spots. That's <laughs> like, funny. Oh, what's going to highlight and what's going to like make them look awesome. And really, yeah. Try to, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I don't care about like having a tan now. I used to not want to get darker because I have, I'm half Mexican. And so I get pretty dark. And then as you know, the color of the yeah. skin doesn't, but we were at the river uh, not too long ago and I was walking past this older man And I just heard him out of the, whatever the side I was walking over to my friends. And I heard him say like, what's all over your legs or what'd you do to your legs? And I just like, the old me would have like possibly started crying or like been really upset or it would have shifted my mood. But I just ignored him. Like I just, I should have gone over there and talked to him and said, hey, you know, it's cool. These are, this is a bit of like a, but at the time, I guess it still kind of triggered me a little bit because I didn't do that. And I just walked past him. I didn't get upset or anything, but I didn't address it. I just kept walking by, but I'm not very, I'm not like that anyway. So I just kept walking on my mission to talk to my friends or whatever, because we were taking pictures. But I just thought that that, that again is just lack of awareness. Like if we had more awareness, then we could, people wouldn't say, you know, what's that? Because, you know, people don't say that about acne, you know, right? Because we are aware of that people have breakouts. So it's not like you just say, hey, what's that all over your face? You know, you know, it's a breakout, a hormonal breakout or whatever kind of breakout. Or like somebody has rosacea, like, oh, like, right. We can address, you can talk about it in a different way. Yeah. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're bringing awareness and the message that if you have spots, great. Like you said, whatever your spots are, then embrace them and love all parts of you and just do the best that you can with that. And just know that each day you can fall in love with yourself more and more. That, yes, I love that. Yeah, you get, you know, again, you can't choose what's happening to you, but you can choose how you feel about it. And you can look at it half glass full and it's going to be a much more enjoyable ride if you do. Yeah, and I, I agree. And I think that, you know, like I said, if we can whatever it is that we bring into our lives, it's just part of our journey and part of our destiny. And it just shapes us and helps us grow and makes us into the people and the 
whatever that we came here to be, right? Yeah, no, and, well, and I think about that all the time. I'm like, man, if I didn't get vitiligo, like there's so many people that I wouldn't have met or talked to or, you know. So I like launched this project in 2019 and I I wrote it and I had a friend, my illustrator actually helped like edit it and like make it like a story because it was originally a poem that I wrote. So she like helped me craft it to make it like, a kid's book and illustrated it. And I got to work with a friend on it, which was so cool. And we did a GoFundMe and we put it up and we raised over $10,000 for it in like a month, which was insane. But it was like, that was to see that amount of love from like friends and family and like a whole bunch of strangers, like that all had it. It was just, I was like, just, overwhelmed, overwhelmed with gratitude. I mean, still am to this day. I'm just like floored that that many people saw it, felt drawn to it, like wanted to be a part of it. Like, and then just, yeah, everybody that I've met on the, on the journey, it's just been, it's been a wild, like beautiful ride. And I'm like, oh man, none of that would have happened. Like I wouldn't have like met half of these like really wonderful, beautiful, amazing people if I didn't have this and like, how sad is that? And now I'm like, very, like, very thankful. Well, I guess it's just a very funny, like that shift of being like, oh my gosh, my performance career is over. And like, oh no, like to be like, oh, I'm really like, thank you spots. Like, look at all you have given me. Yeah. And I think that that's a great way to close out on is just that no matter what your journey is, no matter what you know, you've created in your reality that it's for a reason. And once you can step outside of thinking it's so wrong and step outside of that and realize it's actually so right. And it's exactly what you needed to do what, like write a book or whatever it is that, you know, catapults you to do what you are inspired to do. And my last episode was about following your bliss. So it's like whatever your bliss, your excitement is and whatever you have a passion for, sometimes that has to do with what you go through on a journey, your experiences that push you to go a different path and be on a different, be in a different place than what maybe you had thought you might be, but that's where you are. And so, and to step aside and to become aware of it and to observe it and become more grateful for it and thankful for what it gave you and where you're at today, then that's what, you know, we all can do. And it's actually makes life a lot more beautiful and more easy to be able to, I guess, go through the experiences. It does. Definitely. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're all on our own journeys, but that's like the whole reason we're here is to experience things and to be on these journeys. So Exactly. So why don't you mention your book again and where people can find it? That would be great. I am sold the first round of books, which was awesome. So I've now opened up a second round of pre-orders and folks can go to I've got spots.com and place their pre-order there. And then I will definitely be letting folks know as soon as I'm shipping them out, happy to, you know, I'll definitely be sending email. So yeah, check out the website. Check out the Instagram. There's lots of lovely people all over that too. If you're curious, you know, what what it looks like, you know, and what it looks like on different people and different people of different ages. There's some, you know, really beautiful folks on there. So yeah. And then, uh, oh, we wrote a kid's song too. We, we wrote a kid's song last summer about it. So 
if you want something fun, it's on iTunes. It's called I've Got Spots. So listen to that too. It's it's just fun and silly and just another thing we created to to raise awareness. That's so cute. Well, I appreciate you bringing so much awareness to Vitiligo and helping the children with it and just helping humanity to understand Vitiligo more. And thank you again for being with me today. And I'm just going to close this out by saying thank you for tuning in with Danielle and I today. And we are so excited that you joined us and we hope that you go out and embrace all the beautiful, wonderful things about yourself and you do what you came here to do. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me today on You Are the Magic Pill. My hope is that you leave this podcast feeling better about yourself, inspired, activated, and ready to swallow your fears to realize your dreams. I would be honored if you would leave me a five-star review over in iTunes. Each week, I'll randomly choose one person to win some You Are the Magic Pill swag. Make sure you add your name to the review and I'll reach out to you if you're the winner. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today. Be sure to pop over to youarethemagicpill.com for past episodes and more gifts to help you wake up and realize that you are the magic pill and you can change it all to have it all.